Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico. And he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. It is Christmas week and the Green Light On Premier Racing podcast going as strong as ever as we count down to the new year. It is the last meeting, the last Metropolitan Sandown Park meeting for the year. And when we wind back, what an amazing 12 months it's been at Sandown Park in 2022. Obviously, the Melbourne Cup to Yarchi Bale. So many great stories right back to the Sandown Cup where Untapped was able to make all and, and dominate there. It's been a wonderful 12 months and we really look forward to 2023 and here on the Green Light On podcast, hopefully tipping plenty of winners, getting all of the inside info and having some fun looking at the, uh, the game and, and industry that we love so much in Greyhound Racing. Run of the week. Well, here's something a little bit different. Run of the week to kickstart this edition. It's probably the slowest recorded time that I've ever made run of the week. It was race one, number eight, Transponder. It was beaten, finished up in third, he did. I just thought he had no luck, but he showed plenty of promise. He kept on grinding away. I know this is rare. He went 30 and 75. He was $1.40 and he was beaten. But I think he showed some really good signs of potentially being something very, very special. I speak of Transponder, who was third in race one from box number eight. Ready. And away. Transponder was only fair to begin. Good speed by Punga Roxy. And it's going to carve over and lead Osprey Knight into the first turn. Transponder got turned sideways, but it got up to third. Behind them was Coconut Texas, who got checked with Nana's Blue Boy. Going past it was Vale Orchard and Axel Coaster, but Roxy is away. Mapunga Roxy out by six on Osprey Knight. Transponder's not getting there. Behind them was Axel Coaster, but it's all Roxy. Mapunga Roxy's going to bolt in. Wins it by nine. Over Osprey Knight and Transponder, Axel Coaster will run. So only finishes third Transponder, but I thought the run was good. Um, began only moderately, first go from a wide draw, went to carve across, found trouble, and then down the back Osprey Knight underneath of Transponder, just wanted to continue to run him up the track. So I think you completely put the line through the run, but I think he showed enough chase, enough audacity and and a will to be there from an inside draw I think he's going to be 10 times better suited so since this race last Thursday night he has won at Shepparton on Monday morning but I think he's a, a serious conveyance to pop into the black book for the start of 2023 as a bit of a rising star Thursday's preview alrighty let's try and find some winners Thursday night last Metro meeting of the year at headquarters in Melbourne, Sandown Park. Race one, I'm tipping number eight here, Hara's skipper. Uh, does possess a, a nice turn of foot, and I'm just going back to that run first up in Victoria. Four starts ago, wide draw. That was at Geelong. Didn't explode away, but showed a very nice turn of pace and was pretty impressive there. So I'm with number eight in race number one, Hara's skipper. Race two, I'm with two Envy to Burn. Old stager, jumping well, racing really well on the provincials. Uh, should be the leader, the concern is who gets behind and, and how close they get. It uh, does look a, a good each-way chance here. Envy to burn. Race number three, sports bet go the Blue Dog, and it's as simple as that. I'm with the Blue Dog on top here, cruise mode. We're going to have a chat to Paula Bella to see how she's going in the lead-up to this, but I think she's going to be pretty hard to beat. The improved runner is uh, Masterclass number six this campaign 
uh, has clearly been the best campaign from Masterclass. Those last two wins, very good on the Provincials, but I'm with four. Cruise mode, race four, I'm with one. Draw nicely, Aston Velvet, Honest Chaser, Group 1 winner, uh, just makes her own luck. I think she'll be hard to beat off the plum. Race five, I'm with one, Dewana Berger. We saw the Dewan Kennel get a nice win here last week with a kennel mate. I think from the inside draw, it's almost the same recipe. Box number one, 595, uh, should be hard to beat Dewana Berger. I think at his best, uh, he's a lot better than the, the numerical form we're seeing in his last uh, handful of runs. On with the red in race five. Race six, number two, quarter. Uh, racing really, really well. And is the Greyhound that's on the up. The only concern I had, a lot of pace in the race. On the off, she's for real. Even Golden Quest and Foxy Burbsky, they all like to get out and go. And uh, it could just be a race where there's a bit of pressure on this favourite in the early part. Race number seven, I'm with Kalinda Chips, who's just in outstanding form at the moment. Always slow to go, but uh, somehow just keeps on weaving through the field and, and should be thereabouts. Race eight, I'm going two money O's on top here, just racing in good form. Uh, the watchdogs tip Zara's Ivan on top. I just thought he was he was a little bit uh, awkward in that run last time. So personally, a little bit surprised to see him backing up a week later after that run. So we'll see a bit of a close watch on, on Zara's Ivan, but uh, his win two starts ago at the Meadows was absolutely outstanding. Race number nine, I'm with number two, Rock Me Rocco. Another runner that doesn't have the best numerical form, but I think his runs have been really good, full of merits. So I'm going to tip him on top in a race that doesn't have breathtaking early speed. So I think he can get right out on the pace here, number two, Rock Me Rocco. Race number 10, uh, thought this was a hard one. I'm a big fan of Volkanovski. I'm just not sure of the draw for Volkanovski this time. Flying ability's got good speed in one, and that's why I'm left with number two on top. White Whale just had that 600-metre run. Might get a little bit of strength from that. And I think she can run a race at the each ways. Race 11, uh, another tough race. I'm with the red trending Zari, just racing in good form. Uh, so often we say with Benella Bandit pushing wide, uh, that just creates that room toward the inside. And, and to be fair, I thought Kanji Exiled was a good run last time at the Meadows. So I'm with the one and the three. Slight lenience to the red and race number 12, the last tipping for Yadita Bale, who's got good early speed and can hopefully make some luck at the start and, and go all of the way. Hunters Punting Club. I'm going to be pretty honest here. It's not the easiest meeting to uh, to round out the year. Probably one of the harder meets, uh, to be fair. Look, there's a couple of greyhounds that I do like. I think Kalinda Chips will place in race seven. Don't mind Dewana Burger on the each way in race number five. Maybe Dewana Burger as the punters punning club. And, and then I look down to Rock Me Rocco, who I think is one of the better bets of the night. And that race 11, trending Zari and Kanji Exiled also, I thought uh, might be a, a same race multi type of play. But I have settled on Dewana Burger. I just think he's going to be the, the valued runner uh, of the night. Race five, number one. Uh, hasn't really drawn too many good boxes of late. And he's won two of his five race victories from box number one. So 25 each way, race five, number one, Dewana Berger. Inside Info. Let's take a look at uh, Sandown Park, race number three. Drawn the squeeze, Alia Greyhound, who's been a really nice pick-up for Paula Bella recently. Cruise mode, and Paulie, part of the family here on the podcast, I thought we'd get him on around Christmas time and see what the great man's up to. Paulie, what's happening? 
Nah, not much, mate. Still doing dogs. Hey, there's no there's no rest for the wicked, no rest for the greyhound trainers. What was Chrissy like, mate? Was it dogs in the morning, a, a nice lunch and dinner? What did you What did you get up to? Yeah, dogs in the morning, and um, just caught up with the fam with the family, and then dogs in the afternoon, and caught up with them with more family and dogs in the afternoon at night. So <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty busy day, but yeah, the dogs the dogs still get done first. Hey, I tell you what, mate, I I noticed it. I think on the was it Boxing Day. I was I was pretty sleepy the next day getting up doing the dogs. Did you find that after doing a big day doing doing the dogs because they still have to be fed, worked, and everything still happens. And then I guess you've got the extra workload of seeing the family, which sometimes can be harder than going to work itself. Probably hard to get out of bed to be honest, but nah, we love it and um, you've got to love love the sport and love the dog, and that's why we we do it every day. Hey, I reckon it would be a little bit easier getting out of bed when you've got a greyhound in the kennel like Cruise Mode, who's been a recent pickup for the team. Uh, you'd be pretty happy, mate, with uh, with this young girl. You've had her for four starts, is that right? Yeah, we um, we brought her. Um, I asked my owners to buy her. My owners who live in New South Wales, and um, and they'd done the deal. And yeah, we've only had her for four starts, and uh, three wins and one second. So. So far, so good with her. Yeah, last win at the Meadows, absolutely outstanding. Cruise mode went 29-70, beating Fiorano. I'm not sure if you caught up with uh, Warrigal Racing last night. I was down there calling, and Fiorano just stormed home to, to win a nice race down there. So I'm, I'm sure that would give you a little bit more confidence with your girl. Last two weeks, it's had every chance to beat us. We've actually run away from it both times, so it makes our um, run even better. She ran home in 11 84 last start at the Meadows, and... You can't run them down running those last sessions. What's the what's the long term plan, mate? Because my my general marking on six hundred meter greyhounds is you want them to run about twelve dead, twelve oh five home. So knowing that she's got that type of strength, do you think obviously she'll she'll develop into a greyhound that maybe prefers a little bit more ground? Yeah, well we're pretty confident she'll run six hundred now. She's probably even looking for six hundred now. We're going to go to Sydney with a first for the future, for the futurity, and then our long or my long term. I've told the owners that I hope she can run seven hundred. I reckon if she can run seven hundred with her early speed, because she runs five hours, I, like there won't be a stayer in Australia that will lead her, and she's strong as so. She'd be pretty hard to beat if she runs seven hundred. She she came out first up for you. Went twenty seven eighty. At Bendigo, were you, were you expecting her to go that quick and was she one that just trialled, you know, really well as soon as you got a hold of her? Yeah, it, it did a little bit. She was trialling good um, up to our first race for us. But um, when she came around 27.80, um, that did surprise us a little bit, to be honest. And she's progressed from there, mate. Things are looking good. Have you had much of a look at the, at the race for Thursday night at Sandown? Box number four, it's not the, the, the most, I guess, strongest metropolitan race. So even though she's been able to put together a couple of nice Metro wins going through those restricted wins, uh, those restricted win races, the mix six and seven heat and final at the Meadows, she's found, a, I think, a winnable grade five to start off with across at Sandown Park. And she's already won here at the track. She's handled the middle draws time after time and the watchdog have marked her ninety. So I guess you'd be fairly confident going in that she's going to be pretty hard to beat. Yeah, we're pretty conf- confident, but um, from box four, if you do a mistake, you're in a bit of trouble. The three wants off a little bit, so as long as she 
big steps and begins and go and runs her five O's. Like it wouldn't surprise me if she ran a five O two. So if she runs a five five O two five O five. I think we should clear clear and well, she hits the front. Um, I can't see him run her down. Much happening over New Year's. Is there a, a party down at Paulie's if uh, if cruise mode bolts in on Thursday night? No, nah, it's actually my wife's birthday on New Year's Eve, but um, I'm racing New Year's Day, so there won't be too much partying. Uh, well, rest up, mate. Rest up. Keep the uh, the the wife happy, the better half. That's what it's all about. Uh, good luck with Cruise Mode. Uh, firstly, on Thursday night, but obviously for a, a prosperous new year for you, mate, 2023, with a, a hell of a lot of winners as well. Cheers, buddy. That's it. Another episode done and dusted. Last one for Sandown for the year, punters. So hopefully it can be a winning night. It's a tough one on paper, but sometimes they can play out well. So good luck and happy punting. We'll chat to you when we talk Sandown Park in 2023 next week.